0: Welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about choking down the bumper of a Ford Crown Victoria. I'm Brandon.
1: And I'm James. Today we'll be talking about making a game with one move for the Your Move Game Jam. Yeah, I mean I had I kind of like before we started the thing said, look here like don't worry about telling the story I will like as the GM I'll worry about telling the story that's what my prep is for and like you just play your character and like lean into your your your, your, uh, your stuff like if you want to like go like turn your character up to 11 and like if all you care about is like being a goofy mermaid and shipping your character with the your your OC with the characters on our show, then like a hundred percent do that. Is that and what happened? I'm so excited it is. If
0: so. Yes, can't wait.
1: It's so good.
0: Oh, can't wait.
1: So yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm so s- I think we're gonna start that conversation out of context yeah exactly and and Perfect. now let's just move right on into the game or into the yeah. into this uh podcast and where this I is think the new format for stop back and
0: roll where we just out of context talk about our other podcast yeah yeah um
1: so okay so <laughs> this is this is a uh a slightly last minute thrown together podcast but here we are doing this thing how dare you <laughs> I guess it's not significantly last, more last minute than really any of our <laughs> other episodes, so um, I don't know why I should even, it's not even worth calling out. But we want to talk about, um, we talked about, I'm trying to think, when was the last time we talked about making moves? I feel like... Uh, probably every single probably episode. Every I feel like episode. we
0: always talk about making moves.
1: You would think that at, at this point, I would be good at it, or even really <laughs> like know how to do it. I think you do know how to make moves. I don't think I do. I'm so bad at it. I don't believe you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> this so, I'm sorry, James. This is going to be an antagonistic <laughs> episode, it turns out. Sometimes well, so, sometimes
0: you get antagonistic branded, and that's probably not fair to you, but it no, looks like fun. that's what's going down today.
1: Um, so I want to talk about this, your move jam. Uh, yeah. the one move game jam because you s- had an idea which is an idea i think you've been had you've had kicking around for a little while um and it kind of grew larger it sounds than one move and so i'm i'm kind of interested in that
0: yeah so yeah Most- so so let's let's set the stage first uh okay. so there is a jam going on right now called I think it's called the Your Move Jam. Yeah, I haven't. And the idea behind it is that you make a game that is one PBTA move. And so your entire game should be functioning and working off of that one move. Uh which is great. I love it. And I think uh I've had a lot of fun kind of like looking at what's been going on with it. Um and actually a thread of mine is linked in their description, which Ooh. is kind of a cool thing. Um, my whole when you fictional trigger thread, nice. which is a whole thread on that. I basically just took, uh, BBTA moves and took out all the content and like took out all the window dressing and go, went like, this is what this move is doing.
1: Oh, and, and, uh, also armor's mo- uh, thread about the math of, of like mm-hmm. changing dice rolls. Cool.
0: Yeah. It is like a, you, you, you check out those, uh, those credits in there and it's like a step back and roll palooza. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Um, and this is obviously something that will be relevant to our community that does a lot of move writing and does a lot of PBTA and does a lot of game design. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I sat down to try to do it, and I failed.
1: <laughs> Depending upon how you like measure
0: success or failure, right? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, which is which is one of the reasons why I wanted to to do this episode about this game because I think that that like. You over, like, you not that you overshot, but that you realized that the game you were making was not right for that format. Of one move is yeah. important,
0: it's and it's close, it's like really close to one move.
1: And 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 also, it's the it's the like, um, it's like you said, it, it you failed in air quotes to like make a, a one move game, but that's not yeah. really a failure, you just accidentally made a different game,
0: yeah. And I, I think that's really like. If we look at the whole jam mentality, um, it's huge right now, obviously. Yeah. Like, jams are coming out every single week. I couldn't pause. If I had if I had no survival job, I would not be able to keep up with the number of jams going out. Like, it's phenomenal. It's great. And where jams are really valuable is in terms of having a starting point so that yeah. you're able to, like, experiment in a new way or design something new or build something that you wouldn't have designed on your own. hmm so by that criteria
1: I was successful. So talk talk to me about the concept of this game and why because I know that you have been talking about making a Slenderman game for a little while now.
0: Yeah, so I, why
1: was this this game jam the right game for or like the right jam for it?
0: I love So okay, so here's kind of where how it all came together. I love all of that like uh cryptid stuff and mm-hmm. like Especially I love, like, creepy pasta and just, like, getting into, like, the stupid weirdness of the internet's fears. Yeah. And living in the Northeast, I am around woods all the time. Mm. And so, like, being able to, like, go out into the woods and see the woods, like, that is what Slenderman is, right? Is ultimately yeah. it's a fear of the woods. And on kind of, like, a deeper level, it's a fear of having children out in the woods,
1: but it's a fear of the woods, right? God, I'm so scared of children in the woods. <laughs> no, no, not, this not is bring, this
0: is fear of bringing your children oh, to the woods. Okay, no,
1: I'm just scared of being in the woods and running into a child. <laughs> Th-
0: those are that's a totally different cryptid, <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, but so basically, I, I was uh, I was trying to come up with something that I would like to do for the Your Move Jam because they very kindly linked my little thread in their description, and so I was like, oh, if I don't participate, I'm kind of not. Not representing and joining in. And I, I, I would like to do that personally for myself. Yeah. And so I was trying to think of, like, what would be a project that would be able to hit that in a really nice way. And I realized that the thing that fundamentally that interests me most about going in, about like this game, this Slenderman-style game, this cryptid hunting sort of game, is about uh, going into the woods and having a scary experience. So I've been low-key trying to work on a game that lets you play as a team of this kind of, like, creepypasta-style paranormal investigators. Um, And this goes all the way back to my first Metatopia Mm -hmm. when I was talking about Ghost Crush. That has since, like... Yeah, yeah even that was Paranormal Investigators. I love Paranormal Investigators because it's so silly. Uh, But I also love it because you can go for, like, some, like, pretty legit horror, right? You can go Mm -hmm. for some... Like real scares because you have all of the elements you need. And And so with
1: this one, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and really you have enough of the elements that with, with ghost hunters that you really can like almost within one game hit genuine horror, real good comedy and Mm -hmm. romance. Yeah. And some action Uh, too, probably.
0: And so this one probably loses a little bit of the romance. It's much more into the creepy side of things. But just basically having the goal of saying, hey, could this game be boiled down to a single move? Mm -hmm. Got me really thinking about what the structure of the game looks like. Uh, I had a lot going on in my head of like slow corruption over multiple sessions and things like that. And this isn't that kind of game. This should be a popcorn game, right? Yeah. So kind of bringing it down to one move helped me to kind of look and see, would that work? And so I have a a move
1: for it. Okay. And what, what is that move?
0: Uh, so that move is... So when you go to the woods, roll. I'm not sure if there's any sort of stat involved in that. Yeah. It might be that there isn't. On a 10+, plus, you solve, like, a mystery about the creature, which is, like, a short list of questions that's basically, like, uh, the assess the situation style questions. Uh. Or more accurately, investigate a mystery from mm. Monster of the Week. Like, what is going to happen? What is the creature doing? What is the cre- creature's weakness? That kind of thing. And that raises your control rating. Then, on a 7 to 9, you choose an attribute related to the creature, which basically looks like the look lists from a playbook. So you might be choosing that uh, what its eyes look like, what its shat- shadow looks like, what yeah. its form looks like, what its hands look like, anything like that. And on a six minus, you mark somebody. Uh, at the beginning of the game, you decide what the mark of the creature is because all of those like Slenderman mythos has like a yeah. little like you know the circle with the X through it for Slendy. Uh, and so you design one of those as a group. And like the playbook has like little face shapes at the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and you get to like draw that symbol over one of uh-huh. the faces, and the first time that happens, basically odd numbers of that happening, somebody gets marked. Even numbers of that happening, the mark is resolved. And so the re- mark can resolve as uh, as obsessed, scarred, turned, or hunted. Those are the four. I'm trying to do this from memory, which is a little um, tough. Yeah. Uh, but basically what that's saying is... There's an immediate effect on the person. So if they're obsessed, that player now needs to like, put aside all of their life obligations. They no longer care about anything but yes. hunting the monster.
1: Stop doing the if, dishes.
0: Yeah. If they're twisted, they take on the traits that you've established for the monster. Oh, so slender. So slender. <laughs> so slender. Uh, so you, you start having scenes where like they show up in the background of a shot and like for a second they don't have eyes and then you keep moving
1: show up to work uh, with a tuxedo exactly really long wavy arms just like all yeah, over the place they're just in their cubicle typing with long wavy arms they're standing outside a- of a car dealership arms <laughs> up in the air yeah yeah i don't know why this is a business setting no yeah or why the car characters dealership. of our friends of the slender man game all work in a used car lot
0: because that's where the guy's uh, outside with the arms yeah, up in the air. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: no it's perfect
0: yeah. This is an audio medium, so it's great that (laughs) both of us have our hands flailing in the air right now. Um, And then Hunted, you're being hunted by it. And, uh, uh, you know, basically basically it sets up, this character is the one who goes next. Okay. And then this character is going to Uh, go in this way. Okay. Uh, And then on A, and so then on a seven to nine, when you get like that partial hit, right? Yeah. You also are increasing the fear rating. Okay. And here's where I stopped being able to do it in one move. Okay. Because the fear rating starts at a two. And each time you get a 12 plus, you like really succeed in hunting the monster. You have the choice. Do I go after the monster right now? Mm. And if you roll above the fear rating, you succeed. Whether that's correct or not. Like whether you have gained enough information to truly succeed or not. Or you fail, which the more you've gained information about the monster, the worse the failure is. Okay. And also the harder it is to succeed. So like, if the first time you roll you get a 12+, plus, you can go, okay, we're finding the monster. Or like, we're solving this. We're getting, we're finishing the game. And if you roll, like, above a 2, then you succeed. And, but your success is like, you leave the mystery behind, and you don't know what happens, huh. and who knows? Could be could be that everything's fine, but it could be that you're hunted for the rest of your life looking over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of has, like, different responses for each level that the fear level has gotten to. Okay. Up to, like, if you fail when the fear has gone all the way up, you're looking at, like, a world ending cataclysmic event is stranger that things style
1: is that like a the fear rating is for everyone or is it your specific fear
0: yeah it's it's the whole team okay it's the uh, whole there's very little the moves, in terms of
1: are both the moves team moves like they yeah okay so the it's team not, rolls
0: as a whole yeah but one person takes lead okay it's not so like that
1: you roll and i go into the uh, i roll and i go into the woods alone it's like we i roll but we go into the woods yeah, and the person
0: okay. who's taking the lead gets to, like, give more of the information that's going through. Okay. But also, if you roll poorly, you're the one who gets marked.
1: I like this so much. That's a very complicated move, uh, but I like it.
0: I think when it's, like, in front of you on the paper, it's like, gonna, I wrote yeah. it
1: out on a piece of paper, it looks really simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if it actually is or not.
1: There's just a bunch of things that happen and some choices for each level, and yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be good. And so it's two moves. Because yeah. I couldn't get it to one move. Uh, Because it's basically like when you go into the woods and when you end this once and for all.
1: I have lured you like. (laughs) Into the woods? Like a Slender Man into the woods um, to this conclusion. Okay. Would you say that this game is better because you aimed for a very small number of moves? And you spilled over in the course of game designing, obviously, into a larger number of moves, but because you aimed for that really small number of, like, less than four moves, you really, like, you forced yourself to write a really tight move, and that the game is better because of it. No. (laughs) The game is different because of it. Okay.
0: Because this really forced me to make a game that you sit down, you play in one session, and it's primarily about storytelling. Okay. Like, it's very much about a single person telling a story with other people interjecting, as opposed uh. to a group telling a story as a whole.
1: Okay, all right, Because all the, right. the
0: move triggers less often. So, like, if you're the one who decides to go into the woods, and you have three friends there with you, and they're all going into the woods with you, you're still the one leading. hmm And so you'll be giving, like, the core space of it, and, like... You and the GM will be building together.
1: I do want you to know that. Um, you so you have you have escaped from my Slenderman woods. Okay, but you are marked, and I will I will hunt you with four basic moves. Forever. Yes, because
0: you because you are obsessed. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, but
0: like I think that by that basically what I did is I changed it from what you picture with a PBTa game of like everybody collaborating in every mm-hmm. scene to being more of a one person telling a story with other people interjecting.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot.
0: Which also means, like, obviously, once you have been marked and once you've been set up in some way, you get to interject creepy stuff and get to be, like, essentially like a little mini-GM. Yeah,
1: and so the idea is kind of roughly that everyone is moving in circles or, like, that, like, you're not rolling. Like, if I roll, then I'm telling a story and people are interjecting. Yeah. But then maybe next you'll lead us into the woods. And so it's, it's got a little bit of that, um... Uh, the Adventures of Baron Munchausen, um, where, yeah. like, I'm telling a story, but people are sort of influencing it, except in a more natural, like, less less combative way.
0: Yeah, and, like, when... And so because a seven to nine starts to shape what the creature is like, mm-hmm. your first time going out will be very much like You go out to the woods, and there's a tree, and there's some blood on the tree, and it's like, well, that's creepy, and, like, you have some fun, and you goof around, and you act like people recording themselves, and then, like, once you go in, like, the fifth or sixth time, you're like, okay, and there's, you know, maggots coming out of a television set, and you're getting, like, much more detailed and much stranger.
1: It also, that sounds like it will also hit this genre of game that I really like, um, or that I've come around to liking a lot more, where you're, like, not necessarily... It's, like, like kind of the microscope style, where you're not, like, necessarily telling the story in the first person the way that you normally do role-playing games. Like, it sounds yeah. like you could do that, but it's also a little bit of just the, like, you would narrate this story and talk about what you see, and people are interjecting, but you're kind of, like, you're, you're roundtable discussioning this story yeah, absolutely. little Yeah, A little bit, in the, yeah. a little so, bit like- in, more in the third person.
0: Yeah, and so like, and what's cool is once you start to get people that are marked or that are affected or that are changed in some way, they have a consistent list of things to do. Uh, So like, because you have, you have like the traits of the creature, right? And so if we know that, if we know that bugs are involved with the creature, Mm -hmm. the person who's obsessed basically has notes that tell them, hey, start keeping a bunch of bugs in your apartment. Start like digging up bugs start doing all those things the person who's like twisted is like oh i should have some bugs on me which brings in all those a lot things. of that
1: like um uh it brings in a little bit of the uh like one night ultimate werewolf um or um what's the the one where you're all um the one where you're um in a sci-fi apocalypse and you're trying you're the uh, resistance, resistance resistance yeah Um, like those kinds of games where you have people who are, who are, you're all ostensibly together, but like lying type games where you have goals, but again, not in as combative a way, in a way that's it's a little bit more like you're cooperatively telling the story, but everyone starts to have different, slightly different goals, which is cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like this game a lot.
0: And even if you're turned or obsessed or hunted or whatever, there's still a potential for living. Yeah. But, like, once you get to a certain point, like, once you have been marked and turned, you need the fear to go up in order for you to survive. Mm -hmm. Because the options for people that have been marked survive are higher up the fear track. Okay, yeah. Because they're better successes. So, like, if one person gets marked and twisted, they're becoming a monster if you resolve the fear too early. But if you wait too long... Then there you know there's the chance that you and everyone you love is mercilessly hunted by whatever weird creature you made
1: yeah this is this is a move that I would never be able to write. This is a very good move. <laughs> um it's like you're good at this, Brandon
0: maybe, maybe, I feel like I'm pretty decent at it um this is yeah. this is weird because it is a bigger move than I would ever write in a regular game, you know, like yeah. I would never put this as one whole thing because it's huge. It's way too big of a move.
1: But I, I do think unless though, it's the whole game that, like, there is a, there is in, in, at least in the role in the the PPTA games that I look at, um, there is a just an abundance of really short moves and a, yeah. and, a and a and a real like um, desert of larger moves. Like I've looked for moves that do uh like ritual magic like longer term ritual magic mm, that have yeah. that like that have that that feel like cuz when when I want to when I want to do ritual magic I want it to feel like there's a setup and I want it to feel like there's there's a cost and a story and it's an event and like there are games that have that but it's not like really like like the um uh what's the um the mon- the monster of the week has a I think is it Monster of the Week has a move, yeah. Um, For which one? Monster of the Week has a, uh, a a do sort of big magic move. Oh yes, it does. Yeah. Um, and that's good, but it it sort of tells you to describe certain things. It's there's no mechanic to it. It's a very like it's a very unleash your powers type move, or it's a little bit more yeah. freeform. form. Um, there's a lot more like stuff you have to do to set up the magic, but not as much in the way of like what happens when you're doing it. And like I want complex like if, if every game had one or two basic moves that were that kind of like really crunchy bigger sort of like lengthier move like that um i think that would that would make especially if it was around like you could definitely develop that game that you made into a a game that has more moves and has some playbooks but if it's centered around that core chunkier mechanic of that one yeah. move I think it would still be very, like, it would still, it puts the emphasis there. That's the thing that helps you tell the story.
0: Well, you want to know something that's kind of interesting about this? The move is a simple one. So, remember we talked briefly about the thread with my, like, shapes mm-hmm. of moves? Yeah. Uh, would you like to know what shape this move is? Sure. When you fictional trigger, interact with mechanics. On a 10+, plus, you get what you want. On a 7 to 9, pay a fictional price and get part of what you want. It is Unleash Your Powers, but made simpler. Interesting. Because I took away the option to pay a resource and get what you want. Interesting. You get either information about the monster, or you get a little bit of information about the monster that's less useful, and you pay a cost for it. But it has- And then at six minus, you get a very specific result.
1: Hmm. I just feel like it has more moving pieces. But maybe there's not as much mechanic, like, there's, there's no currency spending- but yeah. I felt like there was a little bit of more, like, choosing and, and, and options and stuff at each of the different levels.
0: Yeah, like, on a 10+, on a plus, you're basically choosing a question, mm-hmm. which that is a little bit different. That's, like, getting a specific thing. Uh, on a 7 to 9, you're more or less, like, looking at some options and circling one, which is purely narrative. And then on a 6-minus, you're being killed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Or yeah. turned into a monster. Or turned into a monster.
0: Yeah, NBD.
1: Um, yeah. So okay. Um, that's yeah. That's interesting that it's not that it, I'd have to see it kind of written out because I think hearing it makes it sound a little bit more complicated than it is. Yeah. But seeing it written out might um, might make it visually simpler. Be visually simpler.
0: If I had my bullet journal on me, I'd just like hold it up to the screen for you. <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out at some point. I'll see it at some point. I want to play this game yeah. now.
0: Yeah, I, I I also super want to play this game. I I'm I love horror games, and I've got like a couple that I really love. I really enjoy Dread. It takes a little bit too long for me mm. because all my friends are too good at Jenga. <laughs> um, and I really like Quietus. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, uh, but I'm super into that, obviously, because I, I was a stretch goal from <laughs> Kickstarter, yeah. and I wouldn't be a stretch goal if I weren't interested in it. Uh, but I, I'm always looking for more little horror games. Speaking of unbearable horror, yeah. Kirby.
1: Yeah, Kirby. Kirby is the core of my idea for a game that I came <laughs> up with. Like in like basically literally the moment I read the, the game jam, I was like, nice. here's my move. This is how this works. Um, and so I actually have, so this will be an interesting move to work on, I think, um, right now, because I literally have not, done any work on it but i think we can lay it down now um and so here is the idea that i have um yeah the the game jam says minimal design accessible design um the idea is to create a game where you have one mechanic one move as loosely defined by apocalypse world so on um Uh and and that basically, that is the, the the central bit of that. And so, here is my core idea: I want to make a game that plays a little bit like all out of bubble gum, maybe. Okay. Where you're pretty much doing mundane things, um. Although I don't know exactly what the core what, what the conflict of the game is. That might be a thing that is left up to the players. Okay. But here's the move, or here's the concept. Characters are trying to do something. All of the characters are humans. You can do anything that a human can do. Pick <laughs> things up, put them down, lift them, within reason. Like, you define like, what a human can do.
0: Like, the basics of what a human t- a can do? Just the basics of what like a human like can p- do. like, human
1: potential? Just basics of what a, Like, you're an average, everyday human. Okay. Then, when you t- want to do... So, so then, here's where the move comes in. When you consume something, <laughs> you make this roll. Okay. And what happens is you. I want. Here's the. T- here are my two goals for the move. I want it to, A, describe the. Like the. Tell you. Like give you a description or uh, give you some choices to guide you to talk about what happens as you are consuming. And then how does the. What is the long term effect? Of consuming this thing Have on you So Okay Step one You drink Some water So You gain water strength You gain You gain something So like depending on how well you roll You gain some ability from water Like Okay Like maybe it's literally the ability to turn into a puddle Or maybe it's, you can cry so hard it shoots geysers out of your eyes or like your skin turns blue and see through. Like, I think that depending on how you roll or how much you roll, um, the, that determines how, how like interesting or wild of a power it is. Okay. And so as you consume more things, you stop being a normal human and start being some kind of a superhero okay sort of
0: matter eater lad Yeah, pretty, pretty 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 much
1: like, it's like matter eater lad plus super scroll yeah and and i think that i think <laughs> i think that <laughs> this is the dumbest idea i want i think i want because again i want i don't ah uh, i don't know how much i care about whether or not the thing is editable like <laughs> okay. like, like i like I guess here's the question. Start right off the bat. Yeah. I don't have like obviously this is a one move game. I don't have statistics. So should you I mean it,
0: you can have statistics. Should, stats aren't a move. Alright, that's fair.
1: But should it be a but should it be a I'm not sure statistics are relevant is what I mean to say. Okay. I guess. Should I so when you were rolling, the only thing that I guess should you just be rolling flat? Or should we do something like ask like ask the part like everyone playing is this thing edible
0: i i almost want to see a couple of questions like a roll with question style Mm -hmm. that kind of like move it up and down yeah like question one would this be easy to eat plus Yeah, plus one yeah uh and then like maybe like a couple of other little things like that
1: yeah yeah could you swallow this
0: Will this fit in your mouth?
1: <laughs> yeah, will this fit in your mouth is definitely on the list.
0: Okay, okay, Here, here's how we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, will it fit in your mouth definitely gets you a plus one. Yes. Uh, can you chew it gets yeah. a plus one. <laughs> yep. Is it a physical object gets a minus, gets a plus one, or... or uh, is it a con- like? Is it a concept gets a minus one or something like that?
1: Like, <laughs> I, I think I think just is it edible? Do we want just pluses. Is it edible?
0: Is it edible? But edible is such like a <laughs> edible is such a broad thing.
1: Yeah, some podcast I was listening to, I don't even remember what it was. They were talking about the word edible, er, and they asked if something was edible, and someone on the stage said yes, and everyone was like, "What?" And they were like, "Yeah, I mean, I could eat it." <laughs> And they were like, but that's not what the word. And they got they got to like anything is edible if you're brave enough, kind of.
0: Yeah, because that's kind of where I was falling. Like, um, maybe like and wh- that's why I think I think definitely we
1: need will it fit in your mouth? <laughs> yes, I think can you chew it? Yeah, is up there. So is
0: that the same? Qu- can like can you take a bite of it? Is maybe the question? Okay, because like you don't need to be able to fit all of it in your mouth. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This is the stupidest well, game, that's, but I love it But that's it where I don't think you need, can you take a bite of it? Because can you fit it in your mouth covers that. Because yeah, if true. I say, hey, I want to I want to chew on this taxi. iron. I want to, ch- yeah, this taxi cab. And someone will say, no, you can't fit that in your mouth. And I'll say, no, but it's okay because I can take a bite of it. Because earlier I like, I have like chew, like I, I have a super strength in my jaw so I could... I can chew like a bite of it, and that will count. Yeah, great. This is so. So, like a couple questions: like, can it fit in my mouth? Can you? Can you chew it? And like, does it have it, nutrients? Does it have nutrients or something like <laughs> that? Um, will determine how and, easy it is. So obviously, I like, think
0: there should be do min- Should there be minuses also, or is it all pluses?
1: Um, what kind of things? Like, will this make you sick?
0: Will this make you sick? Could work, but like. That again changes pretty dramatically as you change your physiology. Yeah.
1: Uh, Maybe, like, um, does someone else need this? Is it dangerous to eat? (laughs)
0: I don't know, because that that takes away people doing the awesome dangerous thing. I know, yeah. Maybe so it's just maybe th- it's just pluses.
1: I think it's just pluses. I think that it's I think that it's just got to be that like the basic seven to nine is a little, is like you're only gaining like some of the powers from the item, and you don't get yeah. the, like real full on Kirby effects until like you're rolling ten pluses.
0: Yeah, you could even put a twelve plus condition in it.
1: Yeah,
0: um, uh, seven to nine uh, could be. Is it? Would it be a problem to combine with something else you ate? <laughs> Get some, like, little old lady who swallowed the fly style yes. stuff? Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> D- do your current stomach contents cause a problem when eating this?
1: I don't know how to phrase that, but I love that <laughs> Me concept. Me neither. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's good. So,
0: yeah, so like a minus one or a minus two for little old lady swallowed a fly problems. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So then you have like this swing of like negative one to positive three, um, <laughs> roughly as a, as a, as a, yeah. as a, a modifier to your role. And then you have, you have, so it has to have every, this is where like every stage, like every, every stage of success has to have a couple different resolutions. So I yeah. have your, your, um, your thing open in front of me. Your, where So actually I had, I had taken your thread of all the different moves types and dropped it into a Google doc. Um, yeah. So that I could make a randomizer, which went very poorly, <laughs> although not as bad as I was expecting. Um yeah. And <laughs> I have
0: to say, I'm looking at this first one uh, on a seven to nine, choose one and a 10 plus choose two. You get more of what you wanted. You get something else you want or, and you avoid paying a price. <laughs> <laughs> is a little fun <laughs> for the shape of it
1: yes so um yeah so i think it's so it's you get more or less what you wanted on a 10 you choose two so i think it's on a hit you gain some ability you gain an ability or you gain a quality of the thing yeah I'm trying to think of how to phrase that exactly, but yeah, it's so. I think the idea is like if you drink some soup, then like you on a on a on a hit you gain some quality of it, and only on a ten plus do you gain like two qualities, or do you gain um, something more advanced?
0: Hmm. What What if it's like a physical quality versus like a like a metaphorical or conceptual quality?
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: If you drink if you eat a taxi. Yeah. The metaphorical quality you gain
1: is knowledge of the city. You can go fast. Knowledge of the city. Or yeah, or can go fast.
0: Uh like the physical quality is like you can put people inside of you and take their money.
1: (laughs) I love and take their money yeah I, I taxi taxi lad is an interesting character um so uh is this the best oh, game man. we've ever done <laughs> so yeah i also my my first instinct was um spaghettios on, yeah. on like a seven and nine you get the ability to spell really well yeah, absolutely. And then only on a on, ten plus <laughs> on a ten you, plus, you gain the ability to create like street songs, create letters, yeah, Like, Sesame yeah. Street style. Okay, so this is this is this is does you, that work? I think that is works. That, on a hit, okay. you gain you gain a quality of it, and on like a ten plus, you gain a physical like capacity of it.
0: Yeah, like on a ten plus, it's like a it is a. Is a magical it is a single like magical or supernatural ability. <laughs> yeah. On a seven to nine, it's like a personality trait or skill.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, from the from whatever it is you've eaten.
0: <laughs> yeah, which could make for some really good things where like you wanted you wanted to get that physical trait. Yeah. And you just didn't get it. No. Now you need to come up with a personality trait related to spaghetti oats. Uh,
1: and then on so it's on a so that's not really. So that's not really that first one. Then the no. on a hit you get what more or less you want on a ten plus choose a two, one, bit seven, to nine choose one.
0: It's a little bit of an unleash your powers on a ten plus you get what you want on a seven to nine, uh, you get part of what you want. Yeah, like a defy danger.
1: Yeah. So okay, but how about this? How about this? How about this? So it could still be the. F- it can kind of be both because again I want to know what. So that so that right there covers the like what are your powers or like what what ability do you gain from it's the stupidest thing and I love it right you get this is the uh, this
0: you know is, what this is this is the everyone is John killer yes that's what this is yes
1: sorry I should have said that earlier
0: on you yeah because yeah, which is good because everyone is John deserves
1: to be removed <laughs> from the gaming lexicon so that so okay so one goal of the of the move is to tell you what is the ability you come out with on a 10 plus you yes. gain some fantastical ability Granted to you by the thing you ate. On us, on a, on any hit, you gain some some thing, some character trait of the of the thing. But it's more mundane. Uh, is there an is there a failure condition to that too? What's is there an interesting like you?
0: What if okay? Here's an idea. What if your characters have like a harm track? That's your metaphysical stability. Okay. And so, like, basically that's, like, a a level that you're up to that the GM gets to mess with you through. So, like, if you have, like, metaphysical st- instability of three, like you're really far up there, mm-hmm. the GM can be like, oh, yeah, you can't do that because you just turned into a puddle of water because <laughs> of that puddle of water you drank earlier. I was
1: thinking about, what if not, not like... Not that quite, but what if on a negative, yeah. um, like the rest of the table gets to decide a trait that you gain from the thing, and it's not mm, that could work? Um, I don't know, let's come back to that. That could go one of um, two ways
0: because it, it kind of depends. Like, on, on the one hand, I could see that working really well, yeah, on the other hand, you need to really make sure that the table has good reason to be a little adversarial, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which might be tough to do in a single move.
1: Yeah. So... But
0: if if there is some kind of like a harm track or instability track or whatever, mm-hmm. you could then add uh on a seven to nine that they could mark that in order to shortcut to the better ability. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, no, I really want to get this. I'm going to mark mark a condition so it isn't unstable or temporary, essentially. Yeah. But it's mark a condition... I do. Kind of, I do kind of like the idea that the more power. you fail,
1: the m- like you've still got abilities, but you're becoming more unstable in some way. Yeah. Physically. Because <laughs> you've eaten all these things. Physi- but so okay. you're turning so into that SpaghettiOs and attacks, eh? That's the like core core like uh ability driving part of this. But I also yeah. want to know, like I want a description of the like what what happens like in in the immediate moment that you have consumed this thing, and so that's where you where I think that first one of like on a hit you get what you want or you more or less get what you want on a ten plus you choose two and on a seven to nine you choose one because this is the like okay, I just ate some soup like that's yeah. no big deal I like was able to like eat soup, but like if I want to try to. I don't know, like, get electricity powers Then I have to eat, like, a battery. Well, like, yeah. that may not go so well just physically. I don't know how much of, like, body horror I want to get into in this game. Some, I think ideally a lot of it. But I like the I, idea that, like, you might not be able to hold down everything that you... Or something okay. physically happens to you in, in that moment when you're eating the game. The game. <laughs> when you're eating... The, when you eat the game. Don't eat the game. Uh,
0: what about... okay. I have an idea for the harm track. Then okay, you have like five slots, and it's like eyes, skin, form, whatever. (laughs) Okay, and when you eat something, and either fail or mark to get to gain the full ability, Mm -hmm. you add a thing that your body is forever changed towards. Okay, so like if you got soup. Let's 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 go with taxi. Okay. Uh, and then you chose like taxi is so hard to eat. Uh, but you chose taxi and you got a six minus. Uh, that means your voice has become taxi
1: voice, (laughs) right? Like you choose one of your things. It's the sound from lost.
0: Yeah. So like you choose one of the things in which you are no longer human appearing. You, you, You had soup and now your skin is soupy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hate and then the GM, everything about this game. And then game. the GM, oh, and then any time one of those aspects would affect your ability to do something, mm-hmm. that that counts as like a minus for the GM. Okay. And then so like then like if you have if you have an ability to do a thing, like you have something that would help you to do it, yeah. Then you've got one point towards doing it. And The GM has to say, "Yeah, you do it." If you have one towards it and one against it, then the GM can say no you don't do it yeah
1: yeah okay oh man this game is so weird i also it's just like, like a betting system take a bite of an apple because uh it keeps doctors away
0: yeah exactly that would well that would be the conceptual one yeah 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 but uh by having the other one you could i don't know uh,
1: be a tree yeah johnny Appleseed. Yeah. plant trees everywhere you touch who
0: knows yeah
1: Plant powers. I love this game. I need to actually write it, this all down the stupidest game. and it's turn the it stupidest into game. a thing. It's so good. God. Yeah, I think it's good, <laughs> but yeah, I think that it, I like that. It's like, it could very well be a, you all work together to do something like, you maybe it, like literally like I think it works at like this is where I, I didn't think that it needed to be super like plot related to the game because yeah. I think this game is hilarious to play if you are like a bunch of people who are trying to like run a heist or if you yeah. are a bunch of people who are fighting like if if this is a game you play to play the hunger games yeah <laughs> like I think it's fun to be hyper competitive but I think I can see
0: like some misfits yeah like that you're like you were all it was like Fantastic Four, basically. Yeah,
1: but it could also be. I think it could also be great as a um, uh, uh, all out of bubblegum style game where you're just trying to do mundane tasks. Yeah, because at least a couple times during the day, like the GM is going to be like, "Hey, you went to go eat lunch. So, what did you consume? You have to make this roll. Yeah, or yeah. or you have to start like not eating in order to." Not so, like, have to make the role like it's it's a yeah. it's a broad enough role. Um, oh god, <laughs> the same is so dumb. Um, it's really in on my brand.
0: Yeah, this is good. I'm I'm very pro this. So the nice thing about this is also you could play this game and then choose one of the terrible
1: <laughs> monster creatures from it yeah. and then use it to play my game. Yep, that's the best kind of game. The game that sets up another yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. God, all right. <laughs> so now I definitely, I was like right on the edge. I was like, this is, this is kind of dumb. I don't know. I just, this was my gut reaction when I wrote this, when I read the game, the game jam uh, prompt. And I was like, was I don't know. Kirby? This is pretty good, but I don't know if it's really good. And now I'm like, no, this is really good. I need to write this and actually submit this game. Because... Yeah, no, this is really good. This needs to be on edge. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to do this. Great. <laughs> Love it. God. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> I don't even know where to go with the episode from this. Me
0: neither. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk briefly with like form factor. Yeah. Uh, is this and like I guess kind of utility of a jam, mm-hmm. right? So for both of us, did this jam help us to achieve a better game?
1: Yes. Yes. Cool. Because I think, uh, so I think that what it got me thinking about was, um, I usually come in to conceiving of a game. Like, I'm not the kind of person who finishes a lot of games, but I come in with, like, a broad topic, like Slender Man. Yeah. Like, trying to do something like that. Or I want to tell a story about, like, I want the game to tell a story about two people who are in a space romance. Or I want to tell a story about, um... The mission control. But that doesn't necessarily get me the like, what are people doing in the game? And I think that this really yeah. made me sit down and say, what is like the most important thing that people are doing in the game? Because I need to make that the one move. Yeah. Which is obviously is consuming things. <laughs> this is my statement about capitalism and consumerism. Great.
0: There, there's no ethical consumption. No, no ethical consumption. <laughs>
1: This is the worst. This is it so is good. the name of my game. There's no ethical consumption.
0: <laughs> uh, don't
1: eat the pictures. Don't eat the pictures. Uh, don't eat anything. No, no, no.
0: Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it led you somewhere, right? And yeah. I think for me it also like took a concept i had been working with and was like, okay, what would be the stripped down version of it? Which I think is really useful. Even if I didn't end up following the jam mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. I broke the jam but even so functional now here's a question do you think that this is the best form factor for your game
1: um for this game yeah i don't th- i think more than one move for this game would get weird and dangerous <laughs> um personally um but i mostly
0: agree with you i wonder a little bit if it would benefit from a
1: use your abilities move mm. No, I don't think so. I really don't think so because I like the, I mean, I because I really genuinely like the idea of if you can do it, you can do it. And if you can't, if you, you, if you just can't, can't. You just can't. It's like,
0: I'm sorry, listen, you you ate a taxi and that's going to make it real hard yeah. for you to climb. Yep. Yeah, yeah. because you made and your beca- legs taxi wheels. And it becomes wheels.
1: that like a little bit more of a uh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen, like you have to sort of like of yeah. argue for your ability to do this. Yeah. And so I think that I think the only thing that I would do would be maybe to make some kind of a like what is happening move like for the GM GM move to roll.
0: Yeah. Even if there's just some kind of like beginning intro thing where you roll a couple dice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lasers and feeling style. Not
0: lasers and feeling style because then you couldn't possibly sell it. uh No, no, in a way but I actually don't. Different from I don't. I literally style. don't
1: think. I mean, in that lasers and feeling style of like big picture, roll on some dice to get what the story is, but like yeah. literally, like a what, like introduce some more narrative, like in this moment, like what is happening, okay. like um I don't know, I don't know what, like a twist generator, yeah, like a twist generator.
0: Okay, hmm. I can see that. I can see that might be worth
1: adding to it. Yeah. But really I think it needs the the move for what you consume. It needs a list. You need to, your character sheet needs to have a list of things you've consumed. Things you've consumed. And then yeah. it needs to have like a the the um the marking off of like the negative effects that have taken over because you decided to eat a taxi.
0: And I think once you've hit your like hit 5 negative effects, y- you've lost. Yeah. You are you are a monster now.
1: Yes. Yes, I think that, uh, that is
0: true. Or your body just can't keep together anymore. I think
1: that, yeah, I think it's not that you're a monster. I think that you've lost, like, molecular coherency because you've tried to consume too many things.
0: Yeah, which absolutely is not, like, a statement on body modification. Absolutely not, So much as, don't eat a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know why that ended up being our example throughout know. this entire thing. Because again, I think, I, I think if I said you, it at the beginning. I think you could fit.
1: also like you could play this game very successfully, eating only things that are edible food and rolling well, and like you would never <laughs> yeah. mark off the like molecular instability. That's true. That's true. You would just be uh, a better said, food-based superhero.
0: I do want you to know that when I play this game, I will not be eating anything that is edible. <laughs> <laughs> I might eat things I can fit in my mouth. <laughs> but nothing that will provide you with nutrients. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Will this provide you nutrients is definitely (laughs) one of the questions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, God, let's, I think it's time to wrap this episode up before I make this game game. more disturbing in some terrible way. Um, this is a distressing game. (laughs) Oh God. So somewhere on this computer, I have my outline open. Um, so here, two things I want to ask everybody to do. One, I want you to reach out to us and send us your your one-move game, if you've submitted one. I want to hear about it. I yeah. want. I know people are already talking about it in the Discord, but I want to see them. Second thing, if you have ideas for episodes that you would like us to do, Brandon and I have both become very busy. Um, Brandon, more <laughs> busy than me, so I don't really have an excuse, but, but we're interested in like trying to build out a bigger list of episodes, and if you can hand us episodes, we would love to talk about them, um, just to... Uh this is just a, a gross ploy, uh plea for you to help us design some episodes that you want to hear. Um, so send us things that you're interested in hearing about topics and we'll definitely hit them.
0: Yeah. One thing that we always want to be aware of with this show is making sure that that it's working and that like the form is working for our listeners, it's working for us, everything like that. And so just like we like to hack our games, we want to make sure that we are keeping uh, willingness to keep on hacking uh, ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so reach out to us on Twitter. That's usually the best place to find us. Together, we are uh, at Stop Hack and Roll, and individually, I am at End the Meltdowns,
0: and I'm at B Leon Gambetta. You can find all our episodes, links to some of the games we've been working on, and more at www. dot com.
1: You can email us if that's your uh, communication flavor of choice at James or Brandon at stophackandroll. dot com. If you like the
0: show, you can help other people find it by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. Currently, James is not allowed to drink any water until we have more five-star reviews. So, if you'd like him to drink water, yeah, uh, go ahead and give those five-star ratings.
1: Somebody did see. I do see right now. Uh, the Dark Fiddler asked on Twitter because Protean City was nominated for an award. Uh, oh my gosh, was it really? Does that mean that I can drink? Maybe, maybe just a glass of water.
0: Uh, I'll I'll give you a small thermos. Okay, okay. Like not like one of those like big ones that the stickers go on the yeah, outside yeah, of. Yeah. Like a small, a small thermos. One. All right, all right. I'll yeah, take that company maybe, logo maybe, style. Maybe,
1: maybe when we win the award. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When we win the when we win the award, I will I will bring you a. a a big old bucket. Okay. Big old Excellent. Bucket. Excellent. Well, <laughs> we make these. This is, the, this is the weirdest way we've ever tried to advertise this show. It really is. <laughs> we make this
1: podcast <laughs> with the support of our Patreon backers. Uh, we would like to welcome our one of our new backers, Scott Paladin, who is a serial obsessive, apparently, um, as well as thank some of our old favorites uh, like Nick and Cameron Robertson, Rich Howard, Justin Hunter, Amaral Azizi, Michael Bowman. David Reynard, Ra, and Troy Pitchelman.
0: If you'd like to help support this show and future shows, check us out at Patreon.com/slash Stop Hack and Roll. And if you can't support us financially, uh, you can support our community by becoming a part of it. Our community does so much for keeping us uh, focused and positive and moving forward. And uh, the biggest place that they are is at Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stophackandroll.com
1: So, as you are eating more things to increase your ability to listen to this podcast and other podcasts because you've run out of time so you're eating watches to have more time to listen to more podcasts, don't forget to also consume, stop, hack, and roll.